What, what's going yeah. on over there? What are you doing? What am I doing? Oh, well, on this beautiful day here in uh, Kingston, Ontario, Canada. I mean, just looking out my office window, there's lots of fall colors, which is really nice and bright. It's awesome here. I finished up watching The Boys, which was great. Um, I have a new video coming out that I'm going to, I'll after this, or I'll, look, I don't know, this is live, right? No, this is, this is videotaped. We're going to go live. This is videotaped. We're VHSing it now. Yes, we're VHSing it right now. So I, I have a new video coming out uh, that discusses a bit of cool comic stuff that I went down to my favorite comic book store in Kingston. So that's coming up. I did that. Um, then I got my mile, almost done the third pay or third issue of Skeletron, a comic book that I'm releasing uh, January 1st, which I'm very stoked about. And the uh, store, again, after this video, I'm going to work a bit on the store that's, that should be up uh, end of October, mid-October, with lots of cool stuff from Machete Comics. You guys got to check out what uh, what's going on with Chris's Insta and stuff. Because it's oh, yeah. uh, there's some great drawings and stuff on there. It's pretty Thank awesome. You. Yeah, Instagram is uh, Mr. Machete, I believe, right? Mr. Machete. Sure. On Instagram. And then Machete Comics on Facebook. In post, we can we can put all that shit up there. Yeah? Of course. Of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you mentioned The Boys. I'm a huge fan of this series. You introduced me to it a few years ago when you were like, Hey man, you got to check out this series. You got to, you know, it was in graphic novel form at that point. Uh, bought a few, I bought the first, uh, and they put the first, I think 10, uh, issues into a major, like one book. And so yeah. kind of dove into it that way, which is pretty cool. But then Amazon of course came out with the series and everyone was like, what the hell is this thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, season one, we didn't do anything, any recap on season one, but I think it's really rad with the end of season two just happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting your take on it, us talking about it, because um, there a lot of people are talking about it, man. And yeah, uh, it's, it's a well, killer it's, show. The thing about The Boys is, is it's very relatable. Um, a, a perfect uh, opposing story is Star Wars. Like, whoa, anything could happen out in space. And that's great. Not overly relatable to some viewers. I know that The Boys has brought in a lot of new viewers just because of the reality of the situation. Um, if you think about, like, what it like well there's there's like trump aspects in there there is scientology aspects in there there's huge racism aspects in there with the nazis right and the girl power uh element in there is just i, I don't know if i've seen female heroes done as gritty and as cool as i have seen in the boys like don't get me wrong i really like wonder woman and uh, the black widow you know is a really great strong female character um they all follow a certain line though right where the female well all the characters but especially the female characters because you don't expect it as much uh, in today's society um the female characters really jump into the uh the the, the what the fuck area right and that's uh the uh, moments of that are huge and to have so many female characters bring out the what the fuck moments i thought was really really awesome the ending scene just for one example the ending scene where they were uh the three heroes the three female heroes were just beating the living crap out of a a nazi from the nazi days who was around hitler these supers can last forever right because they have a serum um like kind of like wolverine if you're into comic books So the three, uh, the three female heroes just beat the crap out of us. Of uh, Storm, yeah. So it was Stormfront, right? Stormfront, yeah. Um, and just beat the crap out of her. And you're sitting there going, "Yeah, get the crap out of that Nazi!" Like I was anyway. I was just like, "Go beat the crap out of her." And even um, another thing, like this, this we could just keep talking about what's good about the boys. Um, is the reality of it. Uh, so span, spinning off of the girl power thing, the song that they put behind there, did you recognize the song? I think so. I'd have to watch it again. Well, I mean, I just watched it, but uh, off the top of my head. Yeah. No. 
Do you remember the artist Peaches? Yeah. Yeah. So it was one of her like girl anthems and it was so punk rock. It was just like, it was perfect. So again, another thing that works with the boys is there's not a ton of music in there. Um, but when it's in there, it's perfect. Uh, they played God Only Knows by uh, the Beach Boys at the very end. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, and everybody's separating, right? And it, it was just, it was really well put. Um, and then uh, uh, in an the earlier- Joel, The Billy Joel stuff is great. The addiction to Billy Joel. It's, well, you, right? And we're 80s kids, some of us, right? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah. like a lot of the comic book fans nowadays are, are 80s kids. And that rings really true. But the other cool thing, Jury, I don't know if you remember where- she just um, Starlight. Okay, so we're talking about Huey. Yeah. Um, one of the wimpier characters mm-hmm. in the story. And Starlight, uh, excuse me, one of the soups, one of the heroes. And uh, they end up hooking up. And one of my favorite scenes, like, and it's hard to do romance in superhero stories. Ask George Lucas. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know how to shoot a romance. What are you scene. talking about? You didn't like the scene with Anakin and Padme rolling around in the field. Yeah, that's pretty bad, right? Well, it's a perfect <laughs> example. Perfect example, right? So... The linkage between the two of them I thought was brilliant. And the thing that I can relate to, and probably you can too, is when she started singing that Billy Joel song, and he was just like, uh, wow. And I've seen that in another movie called Adventureland, where a girl puts in a song, and it's in a car, and the guy's just kind of like, whoa, really? You like this song too? Um, and I find that myself, like when when you know when Lonnie really got into uh, Matthew, Matthew Sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people listen to Matthew Sweet, so you have that kind of Weezer's uh, Pinkerton yeah. album. When nobody liked that was when Weezerton Weezerton when Pinkerton first came out and uh, nobody liked it but but my wife did right and I did so that's a cool cool bonding thing there so I thought that was really awesome the way they put the romance between the two of them but again I love I mean I loved the, the the arcs that they built on this thing and even like Maeve and then getting jealous you know and then just you know her and Homelander being a kind of a thing but not really like and then him yeah. just being possessive and then she's basically like fuck this. I, you know, but then at the end, like, I mean, spoiler alert friends, but then at the end, they're all standing on the podium together and they're all like, Hey, we're a team. And he's, it was just the, how they built it out and how the, the, the arcs of them all is just, it was some really killer writing. And to me, um, it's been desperately missing and uh, so many things. I mean, you're a walking dead fan. Do you find, I find the, the difference between these two is that obviously, Amazon, you have a little bit more rope to throw in some swear yeah. words and nudity and silliness oh, and whatever. With, what whereas, the fuck moments, man? Yeah, and on AMC, higher than the Walking Dead, well, right? But and on AMC, you you know you still have kids tuning in on a on a Sunday through the TV, right? So right. they call it cable, but it's still you still have to build your your story and and have it hit and go out and you know no one's swearing when they're running away from zombies so and it's so it it was just tough for me to be like come on why is the like the walking dead to me should have been on netflix or amazon and nobody and wanted I, it at the time i know but like, i mean it's just it should have been there because it would just think about what they could have done so anyways coming back to to the boys it just it's that one level up of like oh they're doing exactly what i want them to do right it's yeah. a reality but not really it's it's they're superheroes but not really mm-hmm. like they're superheroes because they were made to be superheroes but they're not no one's from some weird planet it's kind of like they're all they were all built to this way they were all and so then you have that human element of people hating them where you're not mm-hmm. supposed to hate them you don't see right. anybody hating the avengers other than the bad guys 
Right, right. But in but in this the one, government and, and the government right? and the government. But it's like in this, it's like they've been created. So just mm-hmm. the but to have the arcs of the the love stories, but also like the individual um, stories, and in I just think that this show is built for this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. built for that HBO, Amazon, uh, Netflix model where they can basically take it anywhere they want to. And that's what you want. To me, that's what I watch. I have a really hard time watching, you know, regular TV now because I yeah. just don't believe someone's not going to swear when they're running away from a zombie. Like, right, it's, it's right, just, right. Yeah, The Walking See, The Walking Dead is it's a slow build. Right. And uh, and I guess that's how the, it's a slow progression of the world. And it works, but then it doesn't work because, man, you'll watch. And I discussed this with Adam in in my my uh, video when I went down to the comic store is that you watch some episodes of Walking Dead and you feel like you wasted an hour where you watch an episode of The Boys and you're like, oh, I got to watch that again. What the? You know, the, it, it's more relatable. It moves way quicker. Like, yeah. it, it moves for a guy mm-hmm. like me. Like, I like things happening. Yeah. Um, but as you mentioned about the character structure, how this is one thing as a storyteller, as a writer that really blew my mind is how they have all these stories going on they didn't lose pace with the main story um and everything really seemed to work as i mentioned you have basically uh scientology in there right you have your cult you have your scientology in there um you have your the nazis are in there um and all this stuff is happening you have a romance going on between a super and somebody who's fighting the supers uh you've got a girl in there that won't talk she has she works with sign language and she uh had her brother die in front of her face yeah you've got the government still trying to control the soups you've got uh the main character, one of the, well, I think the main character, Homelander, is because everybody's watching to see which way he's going to fall. So you're working with his mind, and this guy does not know how. As, as you were saying, they're created. Um, so there's no, like, nobody's Uncle Ben died, right? Nobody's like, oh, you know, big responsibility here. No, no, no. Like Homelander, he was created and built in a test tube. He, he had no love growing up or anything like that. Everybody was afraid of him. So yeah. he wants everybody to love him. So you've got that huge story. You've got, and then you've got this, this lady power thing building girl power thing building. And then you, and then you've got your, your comedy air uh, element with like the deep <laughs> at first. He's you, constantly it's not getting really kicked comedy. in the balls, constantly getting kicked in the balls. Right? If he had balls, it doesn't sound like he's got balls. Well, I loved his little skitty did at first, <laughs> excuse me for, uh, oh, I'm, I'm for the, uh, the Scientology group. I'm just blanking on the name of them right now. Um, but for the Scientology group he's with, and I love the, the collective. Is that what they're called? Yeah, I believe yeah, yeah. so. So, yeah. and the little skitty makes this, this guy's hitting on a girl in the wrong way. He's like, he's coming out going, Hey, so we're working a new world today. We're blah, blah, blah. Hey buddy, not cool. Keeps walking on little boys, you know, fighting. He goes, Hey guys, let's keep it real. Don't fight. And he, so there's like your, or he's, he's like in the bar, right? And he, you know, Hey, cut me out of the picture. I'm supposed to be in that picture. And he's drinking all these girl drinks, yeah. right? Not like, I know, I know what you're saying. Right? It's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all these fancy drinks that you usually wouldn't see a guy drinking, and it's just so you got the comedy element, um, and then you got Little Homelander. Like it amazed me how they did all these stories, didn't step on another story. They all worked together. Um, it really blew my mind how they did that. So anybody who's yeah. sorry, anybody who's writing stories who likes Kubrick and stuff like that and really wants to get into a really well-written story, you need to watch this. Definitely. And there's a, you can speak to this a little bit more cause I'm sure you're further into the story than I am, mm-hmm. but um, like I've gotten to that point of like watching or reading, but like mm-hmm. from what I'm researching and, and, and to this thing, 
like this could have been an uproar. They could have been an uproar because, you know, we're going to go some spoiler shit, but Black Noir is supposed to be a clone of Homelander. But, I didn't even bring him up, right? Like I didn't even bring him up. Like there's uh, keep going. Sorry. Right. Like, so Black Noir is supposed to be a, a clone of Homelander, but then you, you, it gets through the thing and he's, and it turns out that they, they pivoted off that storyline, but they made Ryan, they made the little kid, the clone. So they kind of yeah. added. So you as a, as a fan of story, you know, where I know everyone couldn't wait to either rip on Avengers or why did they do that? Or why did they do that? Or, or what right. I think that they got, got it right. You, you've weighed in on this, but yeah. are you, are you happy with where they, they took it? And we kind of have to explain this to people that have never seen the show before without spoiling it, but also, you know, where it may go. So right now, mm-hmm. Black Noir was supposed to be the he's a clone of Homelander. He may end up being a clone down the road, but right now it's, he's black man and Homelander's a white, he is a white man. So yep. th- that's, that can't be necessarily pulled off uh, per se, but Ryan, the, you know, the little kid is now, you know, got Homelander's powers, mm-hmm. you know, Stormfront's got like a whole backstory. Uh, and apparently Homelander originally is a clone of her, yeah, and she'll be back. By the way, she's right, not done. I'm sure. So there, there's so so. Where are you? Let's start with your take on it. Uh, as far as are you happy with where they where they took it? Yeah, I thought it actually it was. I thought this was actually. I thought the TV show was better. Um, I found it easy, easy to watch. Um, everything flowed really well. They, again, with today's society, they've changed some of the the uh, some of the characters' genders. And, and things like that. And I, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes you'll read, like Marvel does a lot of uh, things like that. And sometimes you're like, wow, you, do we really need like five female Spider-Mans or, or five, yeah, five female Spider-Women or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, do we really need to make Iron Man a, a girl? Like, do we have to change all this up? It seems very forced. And it's a big company, Marvel is, right? It's a big company. Um, so this, the changes that they made in here seem very natural. As I mentioned, it was easy to watch. Mm-hmm. Some of the changes that I saw in The Walking Dead were hard to watch. Um, I right. really, it's funny, man, reading Negan in my head for so long and then seeing him on screen, I thought, uh, was it Jeffrey Dean Morgan that played him? What's his name? Uh, James. Is it? Jeffrey oh, Dean yeah. Morgan, it? yeah. I'm blanking on the it. names. Yeah. The yeah. guy who plays Negan. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, 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 he looked it, he did some moves that were like him. I didn't think he talked like him. I just in my head from watching that. So from, from going from the boys though, the other route, it was like, that's, you know, well done. Well done. I thought that was great. Now, instead of like comparing the two, let me just tell you what could be coming. Cause at the, the funny, the very last scene is, is, is uh Homelander, you know, busting a nut on, on the city. Right. Love and that, that was supposed that. to be in the first episode. That was supposed to be the end of the first uh, season. Right. But, but they said, oh, you can't throw that in there. Well, they saw how popular it was and they mm-hmm. thought, no, nah, you know what? Let's end it with what we thought was the thing that was way over the top that we couldn't do. Um, you, you have to watch the show to see the what the fuck moments. I actually should do a what the fuck moment count on each show because it's just amazing. It's just amazing. So but check yeah. this. So there's a superhero orgy coming up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a scene between Home- for Amazon. Yeah, there, there's there's a. Uh, and, and they're going to go into this, but they're not going to go as deep, apparently. But they're going to go in. There's this this island that all the soups go to to cut loose. 
you know how you and your friends go somewhere to cut loose? Not you know, maybe not you, Brent, because we're a little old for this. But when you're younger, you know what I mean, and you your spring break and whatever. Wow, the soups have a spring break, and man, there's one scene that I'm gonna. If you do read the comic, that apparently is not gonna be in there. Homelander hooks up with the new Patriot, and uh, apparently they have a scene, and it's quite the scene. But uh, that's not gonna happen. But they're gonna. They're going to get pretty, pretty raunchy, apparently, from it. Uh, um, I also heard they're going to tell a bit of an origin story because there's a seven before the seven. Right. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and they so have to, right? Because Patriot's coming. Some kid, they're bringing in the kid from Supernatural to be, yeah. to be Patriot. Patriot, right? So Patriot or whatever um, they're calling him. In this, so they're yeah. going to go, going to go tell a bit of a story. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that they're going to, we're going to see less of, of, you know, the butcher and his group? next season i think it, i feel like that's where they're going to go with it because it, it's almost like i don't want to say they've closed the homelander butcher story because they, you talk on that about where it's going to go but what i'm saying is i felt coming out of that that if they took a whole season off from the butcher and his group and focused on the origin of the seven etc etc right that i would be fine because i'm like they kind of wrapped up he was pissed at homelander but now he's like he's taking his son and he's like you know fuck you I win this time, but then Homelander really at the end, all he never really cared. All he wanted is to just be the, the star, which is him, you know, so then cutting back to your thing about him jerking off at the, at the, on the building over the city, it's almost like, he's like, well, I don't care about my kid anyways. And the girls have let me off the hook. So I'm just going to be a superhero that no one knows what a douche I am. And I feel like that there's going to be like, I'm fine. If we just take a break from the butcher and his crew for a while, even though I really dug him, I think that they could probably you know, take a whole season off, but I doubt they will. Well, you got to look at where it left off. You got Huey, who's in with the head exploder, which we yeah. didn't even talk about that. Now, I funny, know. if you watch back on that episode, she has to look at people for their head to explode. Yeah. Now, that character, for example, was a male in the uh, comic book. Right. And a little differently, like the way they put her. So you, if you watch in the in the court scene, she looks at people and acts scared. She's popping their head. Looks over <laughs> at this person. Yeah. I think people actually, will notice it when they go back now. You will, right? You will. But it, the clues that she was uh, the actual one popping the heads, you know, if you really pay attention, they're in there. You know what I mean? They're in there. Um, so what were we talking about there? About which part? Just whether, uh, like, uh, whether we're going to oh, yeah, see sorry, the, butchers, the butcher's team back. Okay. So you see Huey joined up with the, the head popper girl. So, and she works for Voight. So he's, Huey's going to be in there for sure, but uh, not with the boys. Like you're saying, he'll be in a different Mm -hmm. angle. Uh, You got Frenchie with uh, the the Asian girl who cracks heads and stuff. Kimiko? Kimiko? Mm -hmm. Something like that. I'm I'm blanking on names because I'm working on all other stuff with other names. Um, So she's obviously going to be involved in the storyline somehow. So that'll bring Frenchie back in. Uh, Bill, um, Carl, by the way, Carl is one of my favorite actors all my british friends are like what a terrible english accent oh he do nah i don't <laughs> I mean, know man. i love him i love him in it i'm just saying yeah. it was really fun they're like really and well they would know more than i would yeah they're like that, oh right? he's fucking everything up <laughs> i just thought dude well he's why he was an amazing judge dread too. i just he's just one of my favorite actors in general uh him and samuel jackson i think are, i would love to see the two of them in a movie that'd be amazing um so anyway so oh so so but he's gonna keep checking in on on the on the little uh little kid right mm-hmm. he's gonna be keep checking so he'll still be in there to a point um stormfront apparently is gonna get vadered so as she left with her limbs right mm-hmm. all chopped off so she's gonna get she's gonna come back with uh mechanical stuff apparently um, and then we've got uh the new guy patriot or whatever they're gonna call him coming in now he's an old school guy but he's the same as Homelander. He's, yeah. he's a dick, right? He wants all this adulation and stuff. 
Um, but he's old school. So think of uh, like if Captain America was like Homelander is kind of what it's going to be like with him in there. Um, and Homelander, of course, well, not of course, but, you know, he's headed to be the major villain right like well the, the funny thing about it though is like you like even as a patriot comes in like you've got you had him in, against stormfront right and that was like sort of like him against her and now it's going to be him against patriot but don't you find that like we've been through this thing with homelander what an asshole what a, da, 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 but he's kind of mm-hmm. come back around i was thinking at the end of that are they going to somehow write this in a way that it's going to make everyone love homelander Oh yeah. Um, like yeah, like are they going to take it to that spot even though he's a little little you know big baby but you yeah. can you can see like if the patriot comes in and and no well, I'm he, the boss they're going to butt heads. Yeah, they're going to butt totally. heads. So then I guess it's a, it's going to be dependent on how they write that guy because right now with Homelander he's sort of like I mean other than all the people he's murdered and killed and done the whole thing he's mm-hmm. sort of had a chance to reset cuz the girls kind of let him off the hook and said you leave us alone mm-hmm. and we'll leave you alone. Yeah. And so where does he go with it? And my, and if the Patriots coming in and he's going to be like, well, I'm, I'm the original Homelander, mm-hmm. like, sure. They're going to battle, but mm-hmm. I like, I, to me, it's like, are they going to write this in a way where Homelander actually becomes like the guy you're rooting for? Right. It's right. kind yeah. of, you know, well, it depends on the fall of the comic book or not, I guess. Right. Um, like I, I, I don't know how it's going to go either. I, I just see Homelander wasn't, he had no love growing up. Right. And, mm-hmm. He just wants adulation, adulation, but he doesn't want the structure to fall apart because he's at the top of the structure. If the structure falls apart, and like Mabe said, and everybody's gone, who's going to love him? Nobody's going to love him. What's your fear with this series? Because I'm asking that question to you from from a comic arc standpoint as well, because I uh, are they going to amp up the drama for the sake of amping up the drama, or is there enough in the stories to just write it within that story that it will keep the person engaged. I think they could follow. Um, I think they follow it pretty close to what they do. Um, I, I don't know, man. See, I, I see the decisions they've made have been really great. So I think it's going to get better. I can't see it. Like season two is better than season one. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends what you're looking for, I guess. And where they take, which which avenue they take everything see that that head popper at the end they're like what are they going to do with that whole scientology place you know because i had originally heard that uh, you know and this is a great thing like as far as reading and i I said i'm only so far in the book so i'm not all the way to the end but um i had originally had looked at the theory that the church of the collective were the ones popping the heads right yeah i thought i I kind of thought that for that i was prepped for that and then to go this way now i'm like well actually the ultra villain could be her now because she really holds the trumpy power now doesn't she because she's Mm -hmm. going after the whole thing so there's like there's a there's a chance for there to be like five or six different villains coming out of this thing because stormfront's not done and homelanders we don't know and we don't know what the patron's going to be like in the end Mm -hmm. and um I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know where I stand on the other parts, the, the cast, like Maeve, like, where is she going? Obviously she's got her own thing and, and Starlight's cool, but I feel like she, she could be turned into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really like liked, I'd like Starlight in that last fight, man. She was, like, I know. So I know. cool. Cool. So cool. Like it's, as I say, see, to see these girls go above, like 
what the Black Widow and all, yeah. you know, and, and all them do. They like just that. whoop some ass. So it was You're such so a, cheering them on. I know. It was such a, and then Starbro gets up and she's like, fuck y'all. I'm, I got yeah. this shit. And then, and then I guess she breaks her neck and she, so her, her power is to be able to bring herself back to life. Can we go? So there's we, all these, yeah. yeah, there's all these different things. So, um, angle upon angle upon angle of where it can go. And I'm sure the, as we post this, the ultra ultra boys heads are going to be like, you guys missed this point and you missed this and it's going to go here. And that's the beauty about, about discussing yeah, it. Well, where it goes, it could go like, it who knows? Go anywhere, right. It, uh, depends on, on what they have going on. But as far as our analysis is what's happened, you know, Oh, here's one that here's one. Okay. Speaking of fanboys, you know, I saw this on a video channel, but I can't remember where it was or I'd credit the guy. Okay. Stormfront gets busted. They show the the Nazi stuff on there, yeah, yeah. right? And the little ticker underneath. Um, they also say that she killed Epstein. <laughs> so there you go. Wow! Whoa! Did you guys uh, like? I didn't did, catch it. No. The fanboys catch that. I didn't at first, obviously either. But one of my channels. Yeah. Uh, my, I don't know. I, I'm not I have to go back and like, I mean, there's so many, I like going back and, and, cool. and obviously looking after the season's done and try to stay off the net while the season's going. Cause I, I don't want to know necessarily where they're taking it. Right. Um, right. But I, but from, from a straight standpoint of like asking somebody like yourself, that's mm-hmm. way further into it than I, I kind of go, well, I loved how they built it out. I, lo- I love that deep just keeps getting you know, I love, I love my, one of my favorite scenes from the final episode is when him, <laughs> when they're sitting in the church. Right. And he's like, he's go, you know, the leader's going at a train and it's oh, like deep, deep's like, yeah, guy. fuck that guy. And, but then they're like, but we want a train, a train in. So a train gets in and he splits no, and deep's going, oh, for fuck's sake. So he's like, and that's going to be, you know, that's he's funny. the comedy relief. And I love it. Cause he started off as the douchebag, right? Yeah. Like, you know, he's rough on starlight there. And it's like, and then he gets it it's like you're thinking oh he's i really love to see him pay for that but he probably won't it's like whoa yes he did yeah and, and you know where like it's that. going you know huey just is about to be manipulated like crazy and yeah. you know with you know starting fresh and doing the whole thing and there's going to be a push on to like bury the soups and i think that's going to cause a problem with him and starlight because she's going to be like well we're back now everything's reset we're ready to go and your organization is trying to get rid of it. I, I, there's a whole thing going there. Well, see, they could also with this third season is just set the pace for what's going to happen in season four. You know, you could have all, you, you slowly show all the boys are slowly going to have to come back together. And by the end of the season, they are back together. Um, sure. They do tons of flashbacks. Like, you know, you really want to see where all the soups came from. Yeah. So they're going to have to go back. It's like a captain America, number one uh, movie, right? Where they go back to getting injected and discovering everything like that. And it could just build up and build up to the point where, okay, something crazy is going to happen, but it just aims to the season finale of season three, right? And then season four, the boys are back together, yeah. blah, 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 yada, yada. We got a whole new person to fight. So it could just be a place setting, getting everything ready. You know what I mean? It's a pretty, I mean, it's literally written perfectly. I really don't have a complaint with with any of it. There I wasn't know, right? There wasn't really a, um, there wasn't really a, and go Toronto. I mean, it's all Toronto which is awesome. awesome, And, um, and, uh, there wasn't really anything that I was like, Oh, come on. Why are they doing that? I never did that once in the two seasons. I was surprised Mm -hmm. that they did some things. I was like, Whoa, like, you know, and, and there was some predictability there. Like when Homelander was telling Stormfront, like you got, or when Stormfront's telling Ryan, you got to get angry and, or picture, you know, get really, really angry. And then 
Homelander's telling him, that's how your laser eyes are going to work. You got to really hate something. And my mom taught me not to hate, not to hate that moment. I was like, someone, this kid's burning something down. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was a little too much foreshadowing there, but I didn't complain about it. Like when, you know, that scene and what a great way to write off the butcher's, you know, the wife, right? Like, you know, where where it's like, you think he's going to save her, but he actually ends up killing, you know, like big, big what a great what way to go moment, man big what the and fuck totally and then the and then to see the butcher show some emotion and just lose it and like you haven't seen that from him in two seasons right so it just sets up all these different arcs and i thought it was awesome so no complaints for me season mm-hmm. two in the books can't yeah. wait to to break down you know we're gonna wait a long time for season three well you know what's coming actually. up you know what's so, coming up there's a pre-season a prequel isn't there no there's something different coming up that we oh. both enjoy well, the Mandalorian's on the way. Hey, there we go. But actually, sorry, bef- before up. we get to the Mandalorian, hold on. So they are doing a spinoff of the boys, oh. which is a university school for the oh, soups. So they've got okay. some spinoff that they're building about how they're, when they, you know, the, the ones that have been injected, I guess, go to school mm-hmm. and go to university. So I've heard rumblings that there is a spinoff coming. But yes, the Mandalorian, uh, yeah. October 30th. Nice. So... Uh, I can't wait to get into that. I had to rewatch season one again, just because there was so much. And then the, the trailer also looks great. So for sure, we're going to circle back. I think what we need to do, obviously we're going to go circle and live on all platforms with these things pretty soon, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. So we're going to maximize that. We'll get some of our other comic buddies into the mix here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that uh, obviously the second, the Mandalorian episode one is done. I think we got to jump on and do a live feed and do the whole thing and, and uh, start doing more of these. Cause uh, there's lots to talk about in that world. There so. is and new Batman's coming too. And I got to tell you, I tell Can't you, your, your buddy Dean there was right about the star. I think he's going to do a good job. I, uh, I, I dig it. I, I, yeah. I dug the, um, I dug the, uh, where it was going. And, and, um, you know, that was one thing about the complaint that people have about relaunching and rebooting these series and stuff. I've never really had an issue with any Batman. Mm -hmm. They were what they were for that moment. I mean, it's all about the writing really, honestly, people are going to still complain about Affleck, but I still, I, I don't know. I think it was just, the way that wasn't a bad Batman. No, I thought the way that series was going, like when they said Affleck's going to be Batman, I'm like, well, make him Batman forever then, because he looks exactly like like Batman. <laughs> so yeah, right. Just, yeah, I, I have no complaints about his his yeah. Bruce Wayne about his Batman. Um, I just thought the whole story, of course. Mm-hmm. This, uh, well, oh god. Well, of course, this, this, the uh, I was going to call him the Super Friends, the Justice League story. Yeah. It was just the Avengers story, but not as good. Like yeah. it was like, break that down, man. That's the same story, but not yeah. as good. No, and they did. They just took the long, the wrong way to get there. Um, and it really sucks because I really thought Superman returns was great. I, I, I didn't have a problem with that. And mm-hmm. I thought they set up a really, I, I, I really like him as Superman and, and um, even Batman versus Superman was I think it was confusing to people because I think people were like, it's, is it good guy against good guy? They should have just been, it should have did. It should have been part maybe of the beginning of the justice league to me mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, we, we start the justice league off with that scene of Superman fighting Zod. And then it go. then Affleck's like all pissed off. And then we bring the tree that, and then it kind of goes that way. So I just didn't mm-hmm. like the way that they, they got there so fast. And it was like, oh. 
so it just drove me crazy. But anyways, that's a whole other episode. It is. There's, <laughs> well, there's, there's better ways to have Superman come after Batman, right? Like, I I don't know if you remember what, when uh, the Joker killed Robin yeah. um, and Batman was going to go kill the Joker and Superman stepped in, right? So there's a great reason why they should fight right there, man. Holy cow. No Martha involved there. No. Lots to talk about in uh, future episodes. So yeah, we'll keep yeah. doing this. Uh, we'll call it uh, The Cut you know, in the cut, cutting with machete. In the cut. <laughs> cutting with machete. Fuck, I don't know. There's a billion. We'll come up with a name for this. It'll be on a thing. Cutting into then, cool stuff. Cutting into cool stuff. Because you got. I think it's cool stuff. Paint. Yeah, we're gonna talk about a bunch of cool shit. Get lots yeah. of cool guests on. Lots of things. But episode one in the can. The boys season two review. Uh, the boys season one two review i mean like we talked about the whole thing and then uh i guess we'll jump back on for the mandalorian and see where that goes but uh yeah sounds good to me thanks for tuning in everybody thanks for tuning in everybody and uh we'll talk soon happens when we play outside we become healthier both mentally and physically we become more creative and more focused we connect with nature each other and ourselves let's take this outside a new podcast hosted by me marianne iveson an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover i speak to athletes outdoor professionals and scientists about their connection to nature how it affects their performance and everyday life Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. It is your favorite girl. That's right, it's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.